Greetings, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to our, I think this is going to be our third official episode of the Tea Time with the Blade Crew. Just want to welcome everybody. Well, you know, we got the, the Blade Crew stands for Laura, A for AJ, D for Donald, E for Elisa. Uh, we also have a new Facebook page. It is at Tea Time with the Blade Crew is our Facebook page. Please like our page. So far, we're uh, doing pretty good. The page has only been out for a few days. And we also did set up an email address at the uh, uh, Gmail account here. We got the Blade Crew 2020 at gmail.com. And also, you can uh, follow us on YouTube. It's Tea Time with the Blade Crew. So just want to say, go ahead and follow us. Give us a subscribe, a thumbs up, and a notification. Uh, this is uh, May 9th. So we're still social distancing. We still got my co-hosts via Skype in their uh, residential uh, uh, homes. And uh, I'm wearing pants today. I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody else. But uh, I certainly got my pants on. I got an old T-shirt on. So, uh, you know, looks don't. It's radio. It's a podcast. What do you expect? So what's going on, guys? Uh, hold on. Nothing before much. We, nothing before much. we go any further, you can't spell blade without the B. The B is for Bax. You can't leave. You can't leave him out. Oh, you forgot Bax's name. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 I'm a moron. I'm a moron. You, you know. Oh, man. Okay, just to, just to, you know, I have notes in front of me on my iPad, and I typed in. I have everything I just mentioned, and I have the B capital B with the dash Bax. Well, I skipped over that and went to Alpha Laura. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's Those because you skipped words. my name last time. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Taking us out one yo, of our- <laughs> yo, 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 Donald, I think, yo, I'm glad you caught that. I thought, like, my phone bust out or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I missed it. Like, yeah, my shit's skipping. I'm walking around the house. Let me go buy the fucking router. <laughs> Freaking AJ right doesn't even know his own crew. Jeez. You know what? We, you know, we've been doing this podcast for, what, probably about a good month and a half between our demo shows and practicing. We never sat in front of each other ever since we started doing this. So, you know, we were sitting around at a table. I'd be looking around the room, but I have my notes here, and I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. It's all good, man. All right. Let's... (laughs) I forgive you, too. Okay, great. forget you. Donald, how you doing, man? I'm good, sir. How is everyone today? Uh, Doing good, doing good. We got Laura on the line and Elisa. How you guys doing? Good, good. All right. I'm doing great. Just good. got done working out. Good. We just got back from Lowe's and we just got a bunch of flowers for the backyard and 300 bucks oh. later and uh, hopefully the, they're not going <laughs> to die. Yeah, yeah. Was that your idea to get No, flowers? no, no. No, this is my wife's idea So uh, for Mother's Day. <laughs> so I got to do let her do what she wants to do and keep my mouth shut. And just... Mother's Day is every day. You should let her do whatever she wants every day. Yes. Well, we don't want to break the or bank, break the bank every day too, so... Write that in your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. So who's here on Snapchat? Me. I like it for the filters. The filters, <laughs> yeah. Same thing with my wife. She likes the filters. So last week, I mean, I, I'm on Snapchat too, just for, you know, playing around the filters and, you know, see what else is going on out there. So, you know, when people say, we talked about this last week, is sort of like piggybacking, piggybacking off from last week. Do you remember last week we were talking about uh, streaking? Yeah. Yeah. So when somebody asks yeah. you to streak, you know, so I get a phone call from a particular, particular person and he says, Hey, 
you better edit that out in your show from last week. I said, what are you talking about? And he was like, now, you know, you mentioned about when uh, people are just messaging you and they say they want to streak and you find out they're, you know, under 18 years old and, you know, and, you know, you just want to block them. You said, you may want to edit that because you're going to get somebody knocking on your door. I said, what are you talking about? I don't get it. Streaking, streaking. I was like, no, streaking. Do you know what streaking is? I said to my, you know, to the other person on the phone, I'm not going to mention the person's name. And uh, he says, yeah, it's like uh, taking your clothes off and running through like a, a field naked. And I was like, uh, no, that's not what streaking is. You got to get with the times. I'm older than you. So you need to know what streaking is. Streaking is when people ask you on such as, such as uh, Snapchat, to send a selfie every day for, like, points. So you get people on the, the Snapchat saying, oh, yeah, great, let's, let's uh, you know, streak on a daily basis and you rack up the points and all that stuff. So the bottom line is know your current events, know, your, you know, know uh, what's going on out there pop culture-wise. But, yeah, I just thought that was just really funny that – <laughs> Tell me yeah, to bro, edit. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. When you said it last week, I, I, I felt like it sounded a little awkward. My damn self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just yo, listen. You just taught me something just now, brother. I'm okay. Not yes. Lie to you. I'm like, yo, what the? Wait, so you guys thought about? AJ was actually streaking? <laughs> yeah. And like nobody I mean, even brought it up. You just let him say it. <laughs> yo, listen, bro. Listen, look. So, I, I yeah. didn't know what it meant, bro. <laughs> So I was the day years old when I found out that streaking meant something totally different than running naked in the field. Exactly. <laughs> I was this years old. That's right. Today years old. <laughs> so our takeaway for today, streaking, when somebody says to streak, doesn't mean to run around butt naked and run through the field. It's mean to take a selfie or whatever picture and send it on Snapchat to the same person on a daily basis to to keep your status or points, whatever the heck they do, these kids these days. But yeah, that was my uh, little funny for the week. Uh, Speaking of like social media stuff, I'm on Reddit. I don't know. Are any of you guys on Reddit at all? Or is it just me? I like occasionally go on Reddit, but I don't have an account or anything like that. Okay. Um, So you know what it is, right? It's like, you have like subreddits, which are categories. I joined a Mm -hmm. category that said selfie. And I posted a selfie. It's very modest. It's my face. And, like, you know, it showed my outfit. I just had, like, a regular outfit on. And I said, just got done working out. And immediately, I get, like, all these pings of people messaging me saying I'm hot or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then this guy's like, I have a proposition for you. Just tell me yes or no. So I'm like, well, let me, what, what is the proposition? And he's like, just video chat me, and I'll give you $300. And I was like, that's a fucking good proposition. But I felt lazy. Yeah. Like I, was, I was laying in my bed already, and I was like, you know, I didn't put makeup on or anything. I was helping my kids. So I'm like, maybe I'll do it later. And then I messaged him, and I was like, well, I'm helping my kids. And he's like, I'll give you 100 bucks per kid that you have. So I'm like, that's an extra $300. That's $600. And I, said, I still said no. Do you guys think I'm crazy? Should I have done it? It's just a video chat. Listen, that is like easy money. <laughs> I know. What is wrong with me? I'm going to message him again. Uh, right? Like, like, is the offer still valid? Probably expired. I'll do it. <laughs> no, but, he rage quit on me, though, because he messaged me for like two days straight, and I didn't respond. And then he goes, thanks for officially wasting my time. Wasting but your I time. But I never responded. But you never so committed yes, to him, did you? The offer has expired. <laughs> wow. I mean... 
personally, I would never, you know, say, hey, Laura, can you, you know, video chat me? I'll give you a hundred bucks a minute. You know, I never do that. Like, what, what, what it goes to, yeah, creepy people. What, I mean, do you have much money to burn or are they just going to take your, you know, uh, likeness and snap and, uh, you know, and uh, screenshot you and end up on some sort of uh, adult website? I mean, you know, you never know where that's going to end up being. And, and are they really good for the money? Well, I would have made him give me the money first in my PayPal before I would have ever got on the video chat. That's crazy. That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. It's 2020. Okay, well, I learned something new again today. Wow. Okay, collect money I'll first. I'll let you guys know how it goes. I'll reach out to him. Sort of like pay, pay at the pump. <laughs> pay at the pump. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so we got a busy show that today. So have, have you guys, uh, you know, hanging out at your house yet? Have you guys seen the uh, Ben & Jerry's uh, new flavor ice cream? No, but I want any type of ice cream right now. <laughs> this one here is is the uh, Ben and Jerry's, and it's like potato chip flavor that they came out. So uh, according to Yahoo Finance, this uh, came out on the website here. It says Ben and Jerry's unlimited batch of ice cream happens to be it's uh, <clears throat> being spotted in stores in the United States. The ice cream with the partnership with Netflix baking show uh, is made with chocolate ice cream. Sounds good. Fudge. That sounds good. And potato chips. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But anyways, it's called Chip Happens. It's been purchased at places like Walmart and Target. So you have to check with your local supermarket. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. With the combination of ingredients, the ice cream is sweet, rich, and salty, and crunchy, all packed into a pint. You know what, guys? Good topic for next week. We should all somehow find this ice cream next week, and we should try it on the air. I I want to do that. Yeah, we'll we'll give it a shot. But yeah, I mean, I like the salty sweet. What kind of ice cream? It's the it's chocolate. Yeah, it's it's chocolate ice cream. It's by Ben and Jerry's. It's called Chip Happens, as in shit happens. But yeah, it's a (laughs) it's a little pint thing. It's got chocolate, chocolate chips, and uh, like potato chip flavor with the salt. That's gonna be enough. That's gonna be enough for you. For you? Yeah. Yeah. If it no, I don't don't like my sweet and salt mix, so that's not Mm. gonna happen. Now, if you say butter pecan, I'm with it. No, oh, my God, I love butter pecan. I'm not eating no ice cream that has potato chips in it. That's right. You won't even, you won't even try it. Like, you won't even. That's right. I am not Mikey. I'm not Mikey. I don't try anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's hold up. Hold up for a second. Eat, I don't even eat dairy. I don't even eat dairy. So, come on, Donald. You got to try it, bro. Okay. I know what Donald was, oh, talk- oh, I know what Donald was talking about. Come on. All right. Laura. All right. Bax, take one for the team. And Elisa, do you know what that phrase? This is got probably this is my and Donald's generation. What is that phrase that Mikey will like it and Mikey will try it? Uh, is this from is the nineteen seventies? Yes, seventies uh, yeah. and early eighties. What does that mean? Goonies, right? Uh, no. nope, nope. How how about uh, let here? Let's uh, let's just take wild it's guesses here. World famous. It's a world famous commercial. It's a world-famous commercial. Come on, Laura, do you know? Elisa, do you know what Mikey likes it? Well, I mean, with that music, it's porn. No! Nah. Come on! <laughs> no, no, it's fact, a commercial. In fact, I, in fact, I got the phrase wrong because, in fact, Mikey hates everything. He won't eat it. He hates everything. He not that he does like everything. He hates everything. Well, the suspense is killing me. All three of us don't know. Okay, okay, here, okay, wait, my, 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 my son's in the other room. He heard me talking about it. And he's, at, how old are you? 11. You're 11, okay. 
So what is the phrase, Mikey likes it? What commercial was that from when I was a little boy? Life cereal. All right, life cereal. Oh, it's one of those old cereal, the old people cereal. <laughs> the old people cereal. <laughs> <laughs> to prevent heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, Mikey likes it. Google, not Google it, YouTube it. Mikey likes it. Mikey likes cereal. It's this little kid. He's like, Mikey won't eat it. And he sits down and uh, they put a bowl of cereal and they say, no, we don't think he's going to like it. And then he starts eating with his hand on his face. Jump, 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 jump. And he's like, Mikey likes it. (laughs) Do they still make that cereal? Yes, they do. They do. It's in Publix. Let me tell you this right now. That that commercial was so famous that they actually brought the kid Mikey back as an adult to see if he still liked it. And he still liked it. That's hilarious. That reminds me of my kids. They they say they don't like things, and then I watch them, and they actually like it. But they still keep pretending they don't like the food. I'm gonna show them that commercial. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, I didn't want to interrupt you, but it was. I, I just heard the confusion just coming out of uh, ever since Donald said that. I was like, wait, 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 Laura probably doesn't know. Elisa doesn't know. Bax doesn't know. We know all now. We learned a lot of things today. We learned three different things: streaking. Uh, Mikey likes it. What was the other thing? Uh, uh, Reddit, right? You guys learned what Reddit is and that I should accept $600 from now on. Folks, yes. this is a learning educational show. I guess we could change our uh, our topic on our uh, search uh, bar. Yeah, instead of tea time, it's education time. <laughs> yeah, so maybe next week we could try the uh, the ice cream on the show and yeah, let's give her a review. I, mean, I personally like to dip my fries in like a shake. So oh, I don't know God. if you guys like that, mm-hmm. but I, I like the whole salty sweet. Okay, thing. so I was out drinking last night. You're making my stomach hurt. <laughs> 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 oh my God, it's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> now, unfortunately, I can't do ice cream anymore. I get sick on it. I used to be a, I used to be a walking fat bastard. I used to be over like 300 pounds, and I had gastric bypass a number of years ago, and uh, like I'm 190 pounds now. And ice cream was one of my favorite staples, and Man, it messes up my stomach. So anybody out there listening had gastric bypass or uh, something similar to that, you, you definitely could relate to it. Try the um, the coconut milk ice cream. It's pretty good. And it's non-dairy. Yeah, hey, something about that type. I don't know. It just bothers me. It's, everybody's different, you know? I mean, I know somebody could, could eat candy and not get sick. And meanwhile, I could have like a piece of chocolate cake or something like that. And I just feel miserable. So. Mm-hmm. It's probably the sugar, bro. Yeah, it's the sugar. That's what yeah, it is. Because my stomach's yeah, like the sugar. size of an egg yogurt. now. So, but yeah. But that's good. You're that means you're eating right. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just now like protein and you know, and I got some fruits and you know, too, too much sugar just bothers me. So, so listen, if you got a sweet tooth, bro, look into agave. Or if you really want to start munching on stuff that's sweet, get you some dates, bro. Dates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, agave is really good too. I use that. Okay. Certainly we'll try that. So, all right. Well, that's my uh, contribute for Ben and Jerry's. Uh, so what else is going on out there in the uh, Blade Crew world, world we want to talk about? Oh, I did want to bring up. Did you guys see that they called her in the news, not in the news, but in an article I read, a COVID idiot, a COVID idiot. This, this woman in Kentucky, she walked into a gas station. She was paying for... I'm assuming her gas, whatever. 
and <laughs> she had a mask on like you're supposed to but this one decides she's gonna cut a hole in her mask to expose her mouth and <laughs> nose so that she can and i quote breathe better <laughs> and i was just like wow and they called her a covid and i thought that was pretty freaking clever Okay. That's the new term. It makes no sense for people. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> what's the point of wearing that, it? That name. Yeah, we always have a morons in the news segment. <laughs> that's my contribution today. That's the contribution. That's right. Uh, but you were saying, Don? That 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 term, COVIDians, applies to quite a few people in America. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I saw that, that and I was like, really? Turned up really? In this, this this pandemic. But that lady, I'm like, if you're gonna do that to your mask, like, why, why even wear it? Just don't wear it. Just take it off. <laughs> she she's not the only one, man. I, I walked into Walmart and you see the people with the mask over their mouth but not their nose. It's like, doesn't it like go in your nose too? Like, why is it, why are you not covering your mouth and your nose? Like, yeah, uh, just take it off. Just take it off. There's no protection, bro. You doing it for fashion at this point. I don't wear a mask anymore. I just stay six feet away from people. Um, but I saw this uh, meme where this lady was protesting masks, and she was like, my body, my choice. And then someone goes, so how do you feel about abortion? And then she was like, I'll never stand for abortion. Or, yeah, abortion. But I'm like, it's the same motto, my body, my choice. Well, my like, body, my choice, she's a, exactly. Yeah. She's a idiot. <laughs> She's one of them. Yeah. Right. She's they one just, of them. Oh my god, it's so funny. And the clerk was like, "Oh, that's a great idea." <laughs> yeah. I really hope the clerk was being sarcastic. <laughs> like, I really, really hope he was being sarcastic. But oh my god, if not, we have another covidiot in the making. Exactly. I don't know. We have a covidiot in the White House. COVID-in-chief. True. This is my first week back in the office, and they were making us wear uh, masks, and I physically had to run out to my car and uh, go out and get a little portable fan because I just hate breathing my own carbon dioxide. I'm full of freaking hot air, and it just, like, fogs up my glasses. I, I just, it, I hate it. I really hate it. I, I don't know if you guys have experienced there's that. A, there, there was a natural doctor talking about that. He was saying, like, if you're driving your car, don't drive in your car with your mask on because... You'll go to sleep because of your own carbon dioxide. I never knew why that. Why would you though? Like, why would you? Yeah, wear I know. Unless you're your driving, car? unless you're driving for because Uber. Sometimes, you know? sometimes people just don't. Yeah, be, let, people drive for Uber. You know, driving like oh, true, true. You don't, you don't always want to take it off. Like you, you know, you you going somewhere from the next place. You got to take off your mask, take off your glasses. Like I wear glasses too sometimes. Take off your glasses, take off everything to put on your mask. We just gonna go from one place to the next. Keep the mask on. But I didn't know so, that you, you could pass out like that <laughs> you can't you can just it they said it that wearing it too long is really bad for you and i'm wondering like could you if you're sitting in a cubicle or something and you're not like that close to people i feel like you guys shouldn't have to wear it you no. know what i'm saying like you you need time to breathe as long as you're not coughing on people and you're washing your hands i don't feel like you need to wear it i agree no, that's just my opinion I, I didn't i didn't wear mine yesterday i was i just practice on social distancing when i went to the uh, restaurant shrimp boat uh like they were letting us eat in the restaurant like they're starting to open stuff back up slowly and yeah. they space they space everybody out you know but there is a, like a little fear though because i was in a restaurant and i just heard some all the way by the bar i heard somebody like sneeze like loud as hell and it, <laughs> it, it, it made me nervous like it's a regular human function but just hearing this person sneeze, I looked up like, you know, like if you're in a jungle, you're like a gazelle and you hear like the lion coming. You, you ever you know that little look? Like that's like, it was like one of those looks like, what the hell? Who's sneezing? So you were the gazelle? 
<laughs> yeah, I was a gazelle. <laughs> so I'm looking crazy, like, who the fuck stays in? It's the lion over there. Instead of saying, God bless you, you're just going to get dirty looks if you sneeze. Yeah, I know. But sneezing is. Yeah, that's a fact. That's not a symptom, though. So, because. I sneezed one time at the store and everyone, everyone stopped and stared at me. It was like a movie out of like, it was like a scene out of a creepy movie where everyone stared at me. So I backed away slowly and I left the store. I got my car and drove home. Listen, I sneezed in my house and my mom wanted me to go into the garage. Wow. So, Did you yeah. comply? No. I was like, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> COVID messed us up. Hey, it does. It does. <laughs> the new way of life now. You know, I, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we're on Skype, so uh, everybody turned their cameras off, and then I'm the only one that's probably you guys see me. And I'm looking at myself, and man, I'm real excited about Monday. I don't know about anybody else on this show. I'm excited about Monday. Hair salons, nair salons <clears throat> are opening back up, and I'm going to get my hair cut. Well, I'm going to wait. Yeah, some... it's going to be a frenzy. Uh, so. It's going to be a frenzy. I know. I know. Probably like first thing Monday morning, I'm going to try to start making phone calls and get it. A... You're, you're going to be stuck in a very long line. It's going to be like a themed <sighs> park. I'm sure it's going to be appointment only, but it's, yeah, a long line of people ahead of me in, in the appointments. I know. So I'm sitting here looking at my monitor like, where's everybody? I just hear them, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at my... That's why we turned it off because our hairs are messed up. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to turn my camera Listen, off. It's opening back up for you. It's <laughs> opening back up for you. I get my hair cut on the black market, bro. So I'll be getting my hair cut. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the flow beat, right? In the middle of your driveway. Oh, they have hair salons on the black market. That's true. It's like Walmart, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like somebody's garage with a mask on that cuts your oh, hair. You see. Like, like, my barber cuts in the Brandon Mall at uh, Swift Cuts. But he didn't let this virus stop him. Yo, bro, we in the garage. We got the mask. He got his mask on. We lit. We taking temperatures before we get our haircuts, and we moving on about our day. That's how we moving. Oh wait, they took your time. Wow, they're serious. Yeah, oh, they, really? They do that every morning before I get into the office. You know, they one of the mattress takes a um, the uh, temperature off of us, and they put a little sticker on our ID swipe cards and make sure you know it's like every day is a different color. And yeah, they'll send your ass home <laughs> if you got a fever. So right. Pretty That's crazy good. stuff. That's honestly going to be our new normal. I mean, yeah. it's not like COVID's going to go away. No. So this is going to be our new normal. Yep. I totally I'm not agree. mad at some of the new normals, though. Some of the new normals are kind of cool when they give you discipline as a as a human. Like, I got a lot yeah. of discipline. I got a lot of discipline from COVID that I didn't have individually, like, that I, that I needed. You know what I'm saying? So COVID, yeah. there was a lot of good takeaways from this pandemic. And hopefully people will now start to wash their hands. Oh, I know. Everybody should be doing that anyways. Yes. Should have been washing hands. What discipline have you learned from the COVID-19? A lot of discipline that I learned from COVID-19 was just follow your dreams. Like, I went to California, pumped out a whole EP uh, money. Like, I jumped in Forex. Uh Forex right now. I got my own little online businesses. Like, move forward, dog. Time whips for no man. We never know what tomorrow's going to bring. So, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like COVID put, like, the fire under my tail. Like, I'm trying to do everything. I got so uh, real estate. I'm riding around looking for foreclosed homes. Like, I'm doing so much right now. Like, and this this COVID pandemic was, like, the fuel to that. You feel me? Like, so I, it, you got to take, I took the good out of this thing, man. It was scary. It was scary. And I don't, you know, my little cousin had it. There were some people I know that didn't make it, but 
I took the good from it, man. You got to keep going no matter what we're oh, yeah. going through. You, we got to adapt. Gotta keep going. We can't bow down. I, I like what you said because um, I started getting into uh, stocks and I actually took the dive and invested in a bunch because now I have the time to sit at home and research. So yeah. I've been doing that. And I've been working out and I'm, I almost have my summer body. So I never thought I was going to get it. But then today I woke up and looked in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I look amazing. So it's working. <laughs> like all my homies back home, all my homies back home off like from the blocks and like, they say like COVID showed the people that could do a bid and the people that can't do a bid. Like I got, I got a lot of friends that did multiple years in jail and stuff like that. And a lot of times when people come home from jail is when they, they best self, they physically fit, you know, they got their six pack going on and stuff like, like that going on. But there's, there's some people who don't do good in jail. I feel like COVID showed the people who could actually do good in jail if they had to go to jail. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's, um, I like what you're saying, but I don't think it's the jail thing. I think it's who can do good when they're stuck at home. And some people will just like wallow in their sadness and be like, oh man, I miss going out. But some people will take that opportunity of like having nothing to do and create something. You know, some people will create a good life no matter what. And that's yeah, isolation. what COVID does. Right. I, isolation created a lot of great people who got a lot of great things, man. Yeah, it separates people, the people that can actually survive versus yeah. people that just kind of give up. Did you guys hear about the uh, Nike healthcare shoes that, uh, that actually is going to be donated to, down to uh, hospitals? I read a, that's awesome. I read a little bit about that. Yeah, so this came out of CNN Business. Uh, the mayor of New York City, uh, Bill D. Blasio, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, tweeted his appreciation yeah, Blasio. for Blasio, uh, for the sportswear company. Thank you for so much supporting the frontline workers, he wrote on his Monday. Uh, hospitals across Europe, including Barcelona, London, Paris, and Belgium, will receive an additional $2,500 uh, 2, pairs of sneakers. So apparently these, uh, these shoes are uh, led by, it's a, uh, by Nike. Uh, so these shoes are like meant for like actual hospitals. They're like slip resistant and they, your feet could breathe and you could be on them for like 12, 13 hours in the shift. And they look pretty comfortable, to be totally honest with you. I don't know if you guys saw a picture of it, but they look pretty good. I didn't see a picture, but I think it's amazing that they're doing it. And yeah, really. the, the frontline nurses and doctors need something. Like, you know, they've been working so hard. Just give them something. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's amazing. You know, speaking of something, this just triggered my memory. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the um, the uh, news report. Uh, the mayor, uh, they're going to be charging those volunteers that flew up to or went up to New York to volunteer at their or work at the hospitals and everything for this COVID-19. And supposedly, from what I understand, I don't have the news report in front of me, if, if you guys remember when I was talking about this past week, they're going to start charging them the uh, state is a state or city um, income tax just for going up there to volunteer to uh, work up there. And, you know, I know New York is like $13 billion in the hole, but seriously, I mean, is that going to really make it or break it to collect the, the tax on those extra volunteers that came up there? I don't know how many volunteers. We'll say even like- I, I blame the federal government, I'm sorry, because they've been asking for help from the federal government uh -huh. and they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not giving it to them because they said it's up to New York and New York can't do it. And they said, the, the governor said that they need help from the federal government to fund everything. And the federal government is saying that it's their responsibility, yet they're calling it a national emergency. So if they can't help volunteers and help feed them, 
then shouldn't the federal government step in and, and give them more money to be able to help volunteers? I think they're just doing that because they have no other option. They have no money to pull from. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, I mean, yeah, they, they have to help out in a way. But, you know, just thinking like, all right, you know, if my wife is in the medical field and she, you know, was summoned to go up to you know, New York to help out for X amount of time. And I think the state law is uh, or the city law, whichever it is, uh, is you have to work more than 14 days. I don't know if it's 14 business days or is it actual days as seven days a week to uh, before they could start collecting tax or you have to file a tax or pay the tax, whatever the situation is. But, you know, I mean, seriously, I, you know what, I'm just grat- very happy that we have people that are willing to do that. And you know what, if they're, I don't know what a nurse makes, to be honest with you, I really don't. But if, if they're flying up there on their own, you know, away from their own families and friends, et cetera, et cetera, why tax them additionally? You know, I don't, I don't know. Think they should tax. I don't. It, it's not going to break the bank. You know, for the X amount of workers. You know, even the five thousand extra volunteers that went up there for argument's sake, is it really going to bring the thirteen billion dollars in their deficit down? Maybe it'll bring it down a half million to a million. Maybe. I just think it was. It just kind of pissed me off. You know, that's why I'm well, glad. They can't afford to be in any more debt. Like, I they know. Can't pile on more debt. They, they can't. Absolutely. So they need help. But, you know, I think them there's other ways. And taking care of the volunteers is costing them money. So I yeah. think that's why they're like, okay, we, we don't have any money to pull from. But it's almost like I feel like they don't want to do it, but they're forced to because they don't know yeah. where to money from. Yeah, anything could be done. Anything could be done. I hope so. Maybe they can raise money because I, I really, really do blame our federal government for saying that it's up to the states to take care of themselves and then picking and exactly. choosing which states. By saying they're not going to help blue states, but they'll help red states. We're the United States. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially right. New York, that's I mean, getting hit the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel that, you know, if you're volunteering and helping out and you're from Florida or Georgia or wherever, you shouldn't have to pay that that extra, you know, income right. tax. In my eyes, you know, I just feel that you're already my risking. Eyes. I mean, no, you definitely shouldn't have to, but it's like their hands are tied. Yeah, their hands are tied. And, you know, it maybe, maybe the... the the health agencies such as, you know, Advent Health or BayCare, whatever the, the hospital chain that you're from, maybe they'll just, you know, give them an extra stipend to cover that tax. You know, hopefully that's the right thing to do. But who knows? I mean, but still, I, I don't think it's right in my eyes because it's not going to it's not going to change anything. It's not going to pull the 13 billion dollars out of the hole. It, you know, it's not going to do it. But maybe they're are they doing it for sure or are they just saying that that's what they're going to do? I think it's for sure, but I haven't really well, they're, followed they're, they're up. Gonna have to the, they're going to have to pay the state tax, but remember this. If you're from a state that, say, say you're from Florida and you go there and you pay that state income tax, here's the great thing. You'll probably get that money back because you have to file taxes anyway. So it's, it's just, you know, that's just part of the system. There, you know, you can't, you, you can make an exemption, but why make an exemption? Just pay the state tax, go back home, get it back. Um, That's a good way of looking at it. Hopefully looking, yeah. 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 You have to look at it from that perspective as well. Yeah, because I don't think it's done maliciously. Right, it's not done maliciously. Yeah, no, it's definitely not done maliciously. But that's just, you know, that's part of the structure. If you go out of state to work, like us from Florida, see, we're spoiled. Yeah. Bottom line. We don't do (laughs) state income tax. You know, well, I mean, we do it, but we do it in terms of paying for every single thing you get. A permit, any kind of ticket, our license costs so much, but... If you say I'm from Florida and I go to New York and work for six months, I'm going to pay that state income tax. Now, when it's time to file taxes, I'll get that money back. And the same rule applies for those healthcare workers who volunteer to go up there. 
they're essential workers and we understand it's a pandemic, but it's still they're working and they're getting paid. And remember this, if they're getting paid in New York, they're getting paid a little bit more or maybe even substantially more I hope than hopefully they more. if they're getting paid in Florida. Yeah, I hope so. Because Florida does not pay very well. So much more. So they're getting paid a lot more. So, yeah, you got the answer to that. And then and when income tax time comes, they'll get that money back. Yeah, I agree. I That's hope, a good way to look at I it. I hope they do the right thing. Yeah, because I know, you know the cost of living in New York is just crazy expensive up there. Oh, yeah. It really is. Oh. I mean, most of us are here from New York, and most of us, you know, agree to that. So, so to go along with that topic, um, there the president is – deciding to disband the COVID-19 task force. Do you guys think we're out of the water yet? I mean, do you? Or do you oh, no. No, I don't think I so. I just saw a, a, an article that says some of the House, the oh my God, the White House people are getting COVID, are getting positive tests back. Oh, yeah. Some I of was so, excited about yeah. Some of the White House workers... Like, a president's personal they're getting COVID, we're definitely not out of the waters. Yeah. I saw a news article that said President Trump got lava mad. I saw like four articles that said that term, so I guess he said it. But lava he got mad. lava mad because somebody in his group close to him, I forgot who it was, maybe his, somebody that like drives him around, I can't remember, got COVID-19 and now he's pissed off. And yeah, he's like all confused. A military personal aide, the one that serves him his drinks and helps him pick out his clothes, uh, just a person that's really involved in the East Wing, got the COVID-19 virus. Then a couple of days later, the vice president's personal aide got tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Oh, but, no, I, have a tweet. I have a tweet right in front of me, and it says Ivanka Trump's personal assistant test positive. And for those that don't know, Ivanka is Trump's daughter. One of his daughters. Right. So her personal assistant tested positive for COVID nineteen. You know what? Yeah. He, who knows? So even you, the president what do even got. About, what do y'all think about Fauci? Though they said, is that? Do y'all think that's conspiracy, or do you feel like that's real? That they said Fauci uh, funded Wuhan. Wait, what? I don't know. I've heard so many things. So, there, so there's been so there, there's this lady named uh, her name is Judy. Michaelvitz or something like that. Oh, I saw that video. Yeah. But it was going around that she said that Dr. Fauci was one of the ones who actually funded the lab in Wuhan where coronavirus supposedly came from. They're calling that the pandemic, and people are saying it's a conspiracy theory. theory and they're, they've also debunked her a little bit. So I'm not really sure which way to go. I, I don't want to completely say Fauci is you know, guilty or whatever. And I don't want to say I completely support him because I really don't know these people. But there's a lot of people yeah. that, that have said that she is not trustworthy also. So I don't know. I have to do more research on that. Yeah, I'm not so there's just out. so many stories and theories out there that it's a rabbit hole that if you go under, you don't even know what to believe anymore. This COVID-19 but- is definitely a game changer for everything everything that's out there. But what's your take on it, um, Bax, on on that lady? I mean, they did give her a gag order. She did go to jail for, what, five years, I think? Um, her interview seemed like she knew what she was talking about. I did see some other stuff talk where Dr. Fauci was known to have blocked, like, some uh, HIV uh, isolations. 
I saw oh, yeah, I heard, I heard that, too. So, so it, it, I, I kind of believe this lady. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think she's a quack. I believe that this lady has some truth to what she's saying. She And everybody call her an anti-vax person, but she clearly says she's not anti-vax. She's just anti-harmful vax. And I, I've seen from firsthand what harmful vax can do to people. I, I've seen kids get autistic. I've seen kids... Uh, I've seen t- kids turn autistic. I've seen kids get epilepsy like weeks after their vaccine. So I do know there are, that there are nanoparticles in some of these vaccines. And I do know that if you have a certain type of insurance, they go to a certain refrigerator, refrigerator to get the vaccine that your insurance is paying for. So I don't know, man. It's a lot of stuff out That's here. Insane. Aristotle's Aristotle's is one of the guys who spoke about population control years ago. And I do believe that some of these higher ups are taking on some of his uh, ways of uh, governing this world. I do believe that they believe in population control. There was a video with Bill Gates talking about population control. I don't know if it was a real video. It was Bill Gates talking. It was his voice. I do know that they do have ways to manipulate videos where they can make it seem like somebody's saying something that they're not. But there's a video with Bill Gates actually talking about population control and that we need to uh, lower the numbers of the people on the on the earth because it's going to be overcrowded. So I don't know. It's a lot that is on. a big concern, though. Population control is a big concern. It's not like a conspiracy. So I know that's true. I just don't know if people are actually. I don't think people are that organized that well to be able to come up with a lot of these conspiracies. I just don't think we have the organization capable to do that. But so I just think I, don't know. I just think the I just think the truth gets out and there's somebody that fights it. So I just feel like it's really info wars. Like you're you're <laughs> you're somebody really has the truth, then you have somebody that wants to debunk the truth, then you have somebody that wants to debunk them. Mm-hmm. So it's so everybody's confused. So I just look at everything as face value and I just try to look for the meaning and look for you know, the truth, my own, right. my own, and just take what I want to say. Okay. You know, she has some great things that she's saying, or, you know, this person is speaking. I understand that, you know, just prepare yourself for everything. Man. So you're open. You got to be open. You can't, you can't be an ostrich with your head stuck in the sand. You're going to get blindsided. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, have you guys heard about the murder hornets? Oh God. The murder hornets. Oh, oh. That like, is, one creepy looking bug. No, I've never seen it. No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Wait, what, Donald? I saw the old fly and the new fly. I think it's oh, three. I have... I've seen all three. I didn't know there was a new one. I saw the old one with Jeff Goldblum or whatever. That that's a new one. There's oh. a there's a there's another one before that. <laughs> Well, that reminds me of the murder hornets. I've, I've actually done a lot of research on it because it intrigued me. But um, remember how we were talking about 2020, the year of the apocalypse? We have yeah. the plague, which is COVID-19. Sorry, I'm not making light of it. We have UFOs, the Navy released it, and we have murder hornets. And um, it's a big deal. So murder hornets are these really large hornets that grow up to two inches long. Like, that's huge. They're huge. Yeah, they're native to Asia, but they hitchhiked over here on some, somehow they got here. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're saying. Um, They're very aggressive. They wipe out entire bee colonies within hours. 
um, they do this thing called slaughtering where they have these little claws um, right near their head and they decapitate the honeybees like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My sister saw a video and it was just a bunch of decapitated bunny um, honeybee head. But so are, people, are people going to buy up all the wasp right now? Let me go get some right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So they, they do that. It's called their slaughter. But over in Asia, the honeybees have learned how to protect themselves. They do this thing called a bee ball. So when a hornet comes into their nest, they surround the hornet and they flap their wings really, really fast to create um, heat. And they basically cook the hornet alive. The bees live and the hornet dies. But now that the hornets pretty badass. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. But now that the hornets are here in America, our honeybees don't know how to do that because we've never had a predator like that before. So they're killing if they do colonize, they'll kill our bees. And the reason why it's so dangerous for us is because bees pollinate uh, one third of our crops here in America. So if without the bees, we are gonna lose one third of our uh, food production, basically, is what they're saying. And another thing about the murder hornets is they deliver seven times the poison as a regular honeybee, and they can sting you multiple times. So they are deadly to people. They can pierce a beekeeping suit, and 50 people a year in Japan die from murder hornets. So it is, it's like the apocalypse. Like, I'm just letting you guys know. Just be prepared. I'm buying my Mad Max outfit. Did you guys see so that guy? Did you just say that 2020 is like Jumanji? Yeah. It's our Simpsons? real life Jumanji. Did you guys see the Simpsons show that came out with the killer bees and the pandemic? Like, Oh, yeah. They've like predicted a bunch of stuff. Wait, what I show? Really I didn't see it. They're, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. That show oh. has predicted a lot. <laughs> You were right. Who is the writer of The Simpsons? Mac Groening or something like that. Guy. I'm not sure. I think it's, how do you say his last name? Mac Groening? Groening? I think he's the yeah. writer. Oh, I don't know. Or like the executive producer or something like that. But yeah, did you see the video that's floating around? Uh, the Some guy caught, uh, I don't know where he's from or what's where he was, but he caught one of those uh, murder, bee, uh, murder hornets and stung himself and just showed the repercussions of getting stung by one of those oh things. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he let his, what he let happened his to him? Did he die? No, yeah, no. He let the murder hornet bite him. No, he didn't die, but he said if he said one 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 murder hornet sting couldn't kill you, but 40 could. Yeah. Wow. It's extremely painful. And it is possible because the thing is the beekeepers have their suit on to protect them from bee stings. Yeah. But if they can't know. protect themselves from a hornet sting while they're trying to protect the beehives, I, I don't... And I don't even know if we have poison to protect us either from the murder hornets. They haven't said that we have any pesticides. So it, it is kind of dangerous. Like, I hope they don't ever colonize here. Colonize, sorry. Mm, that's going to be crazy. It is. It is. It's, it's it, ridiculous. It can affect the food population. And, you know, I mean, I love a good salad, you know, and good vegetables and fruits and all that stuff. And bees also <laughs> help with that kind of stuff. Speaking. Yeah, that's why it's always a big deal when they say the bee population is dying off. It's a big deal because that will affect a lot of things. Well, yeah. it's, it's not only the food, though. It's not just the plants. It's the plants that feed the animals that we use for our food as well. There's honeybees are like essential to an entire ecosystem. So if you wipe out honeybees, they're saying that we could essentially starve as a nation. 
Possibility. Yeah, exactly. Possibility. Did you speaking of uh, vegetables and fruits and food and all that stuff uh, locally here in Florida and I think in California and things a couple locations of Texas and Denver area, uh, sweet tomatoes. That buffet salad restaurant, there uh, or soup and plantation as you, as people in California know know about it. They're actually closing up all like ninety seven stores and uh, apparently oh, wow. yeah yeah there's a few here. Just uh, I think one in uh, over in Dale Mabry in Tampa is the sweet tomatoes. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. in Carrollwood, but yeah, that's one of my. I like the I like salad, so I mean I, I'm gonna miss it. But uh, yeah, they're closing up all their stores because the uh, wasn't because of the killer bees and killer wasp and whatever else is out there. It's because uh, the CDC's guidelines for buffets. Now it makes me wonder, what about the other buffet restaurants? Like especially in Las Vegas. I mean, I think that's like the capital of buffets out there. You know, but did you guys hear Hold anything? On, wait, what's happening? What's happening with the buffets? Are they closing? They're, they're, they yeah, the- they're, they're, they're considering closing down all buffet-style restaurants and eateries. Um, just oh, because wow. of the right. So that means Golden Corral. Um, I don't know what they're going to do about cruise ships, but Golden Corral and how they, how they do the buffets at the casinos, they are seriously considering setting all of that down because of the um, coronavirus. Yes. Okay. Un- unpopular opinion. I think it's good because buffets are gross. Um, people. Oh yeah, should- they are. <laughs> people should serve you your food because I don't. I personally don't like knowing that other people's. Right. You got a lot of slobs out there. And their germs fall onto the food, and then you're like all getting it from there. That's just my opinion. So thank you, COVID nineteen, for that. <laughs> Have people serve us. <laughs> I don't know. Golden Corral. Golden Corral is alright, man. As long as you can get as much food as you want, I don't care who serves it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Do away with buffets. That's so I don't, 2019. I don't, I don't want to die eating like, like that, but I, mean, I don't want nobody to say, okay, now because we don't have buffets anymore, you can't get as much as you want. Because that's the whole purpose of going. I want to get as much as I want. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Do as much as you want, but we'll serve you. That's better. Yeah, like cafeteria style. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why, you know, like, for example, sweet tomatoes. I don't know why they went didn't go into that type thing. You know, if I want more salad, yeah, I'd be happy to get more salad. Or cruise ships. I mean, cruise ships are known for their buffets, you know. God, I mean, I've been on so many cruises, and I look forward to that. I mean, I can't eat as much anymore, but I, that's one of my favorite things, trying different different type of foods out there and not worry about, you know, paying for it and wasting it and all that stuff. So especially on a cruise ship. Well, The cruise industry itself is being affected, oh, like, yeah. terribly. It is. It is. Yeah. It's. Oh, I love cruises and I miss them. <laughs> Elisa, which uh, cruise have you been on lately? I've been, I've been on Carnival. That's the only one I've been on. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It was so much fun. And it was really nice. So, yeah. yeah and I just miss smelling the nice breeze, like the nice ocean, ocean air. air mm-hmm. And just, it's so calming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been on Royal Caribbean and uh, Carnival. And I love Royal Caribbean. I'm willing to try the other ones, but, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm afraid, to, like, I'm, I want to become, a, like, a loyal sailor for each particular company, but, like, the more times you sail, the more points or you know, status symbol or whatever it is you move up to get all the free, good perks and all that stuff. So I'm a little bit, you know, I still want to try MSC and, and all the other, you know, Princess Cruise Lines and whatever else is out there. But, but Royal Caribbean has my, I love the big ships, like the Oasis class. Those are great. You should certainly give those ships a try, Elisa. They're amazing. Uh, who even knows what we'll be able to with all those? I know craziness sad it's i I never been on no cruise besides starlight where you've been going there for a couple hours (laughs) (laughs) if you like starlight you'll probably like cruises (laughs) man that's okay so i um 
I know we don't have a lot of time left, but we all would be remiss if we don't take a few moments to discuss the um, Ahmaud Arbery case and yes. the ramification that is having throughout the country. Um, we had a, we actually had a lot of serious news, but this this kind of takes the cake. Um, anybody that doesn't know who Ahmad Arbery was, he was a young man in um, Georgia who was out jogging in the neighborhood, and he was chased by two white men, uh, um, and they accused him of looking like someone who fit the description of a robbery suspect. Um, they they accosted him. They you know they, they surrounded him and accosted him, and they pulled out shotguns and they quote unquote called themselves trying to make a citizen's arrest. Well, the young man who was unarmed was fearing for his life, and he tried to defend himself, and he wound up being killed by these two guys. Um, this happened, I think, in February. Yes. And because, because the news of the pandemic and the coronavirus was so prevalent, it didn't get a lot of traction. Well, the video surfaced here in late April, and it shows in graphic detail the young man getting killed and the outcry for justice and how the two men that were the two men that killed them were not charged. They were able to walk free from February until the beginning of May, when, because the video was shown, they were finally arrested and charged. Um, it has come out lately that the third person, the person that filmed the video, was actually part of the two men. They, they all went out in as a crew to do this on purpose. It's also been reported that there were no crimes committed or reported that day in that neighborhood at all. So the two men, um, the two men that, that are um, directly related to, to killing Mr. Uh, Arbery have been charged and have been arrested and have been denied bond. However, um, the father, because they were father and son, the father has close ties to the governor of Georgia. Uh, he was a former police officer and a former investigator. Um, he has good relationships with law enforcement. He has good relationships with, um, like I said, the governor. And he has a lot of support on social media. It's both father and son. Uh, meanwhile, they have a lot of, um, I stand with Ahmad rallies and marches, people running, um, doing 2.3 mile marathons, trying to raise funds for Ahmad's family. Um, and I just want to see if I can get everybody's take on how this is affecting you and what you think about the situation. So I think this situation was crazy. You feel me? This young man lost his life for no reason. But for me, right, I feel like the judge that didn't even take this case serious, right, the judge who just said, oh, with self-defense, they need to be charged for an accessory to murder for fact because <clears throat> it, it took for the case to get raised up. It took for this public outcry for them to even take the, the case serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is crazy to me. Like, this case right, this case, the judge, the judge just let it go. Now, I don't know when a video surfaced, but the friend surf put the video in an online hate group, right? Online hate group, that's correct. So he was thinking like, he was thinking, oh, it's going to be between us, blase, 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 but it wasn't. Somebody in that hate group, somebody mm -hmm. infiltrated that group and leaked it. So That's I'm correct. thankful for the person that was in our hate group that leaked that video because had that man not leaked that video, we probably wouldn't be talking about this story today. 
you know what I'm saying? They probably would be getting away. They probably would have got away with it. They wouldn't be sitting in jail right now with no bond. And I'm thankful that they sitting in jail with no bond. You feel me? Now, people want them to, you know, go to jail for the rest of their life. I'm hoping that somebody in that jail do the same thing to them that they did to that man. I'm hoping that somebody get to get to them dudes. I hope I'm not sounding crazy for that. But, like, there's certain jails where you go in that jail, you don't make it out. I don't want to see them make it out of that jail. And that's just a fact. Well, that's how, that's you're, how I feel you're just it. really passionate about it, just like I'm the serious. rest of, of America is. Um, I, I learned facts 100%. Yeah, um, I learned. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mean to cut you off, Laura, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. Those guys should never have made it to jail. And this is why I say that. Um, this is kind of going off rails, but a little bit, but it's going to bring everything back together. I don't know if you guys know the rapper, the baby. Yeah. Okay. The rapper, the baby went to Georgia and made a video while he was making that video, a group of thugs came on his video shoot, asking him, did he sign a permission slip to come into the neighborhood and shoot a video? Right. Hey, you could take that same energy the same energy that, that you use to go and bother a rapper who's trying to make money, a black rapper at that, take that same energy to that neighborhood where those two white guys killed that young, innocent black man. Right. That man said those two, those two guys to me never should have made it out of the, out of the neighborhood. They never should have got they never made they it. They never like, There should be two, set of, two sets of videos. One showing, them getting, one showing them killing that guy and another one showing them getting killed. That's just my Big personal facts. opinion. Um, because it's the same energy that we take towards hating on each other and killing each other, we need to take towards the people that are killing us, you know, without cause and without reason. But we don't do that. We march and we cry and we want justice. No, I want another kind of justice. And that, but you know, you know what? It's, it's, yeah. it's not even the people that march and cry, though, Donald, because the people that march and that cry, they're probably not even about that life. So right. let them march and cry. We're talking about the people that's about that life. That's about that like, life, like, exactly. The, the, the one that's shooting shit up, you feel right. me? That's go, that's rolling through hoods, shooting people on live, and letting people have it that look just like them. The people, mm-hmm. the same type of people that shot me, like you know what I'm saying. Them same type of people, they the ones that need to be riding on those type of people that's taking us out. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's how I look at it, bro. Like, I, I, I don't look at it no other way, bro. These people out here with all type of guns on social media and all type of this and all these crazy cities and shit like that. You know what I mean? Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Those crazy cities, Chicago, New York, Cali, like, these people supposed to be riding on them type of people if that's what it is. Right. Or if, if that's what it is. Then, if, then, if, if that's what it is. is. But here's the thing. A news crew went out to that neighborhood to try to shoot a story. And when they went out there to try to shoot a story, the whole neighborhood started firing their guns in the air. <laughs> Did you guys see wow. that? Yes. No, I didn't right. see that. So is that neighborhood a predominantly white racist neighborhood? And I don't want to put white and racist together, but they seem like they're extremely racist. That uh, they were sending a clear message to the news crew, and I, I, I think it is a predominantly white neighborhood. I don't want to say racist because I don't want to label everybody, but clearly there's something going on in that neighborhood. Um, if you send out a man to go with you and film you killing another man, that's premeditation. That's a hate crime. Georgia is one yeah. of four states that don't have a hate crime law. Yeah, I read about that. So, I want to 
So they can't get charged with a hate crime. But they can no. be federally charged with a hate crime if the, if the Department of Justice chooses to take it up. And uh, I hope they do. Right, and they, they, as well they should. Um, you got to think about three DAs refuse to take the case because of their relationship with the, the killer. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the guy is so connected. That's, that, that's what worries me. I was going to say, because um, you were talking about the governor, basically mm-hmm. uh, the cops that showed up, were, they were going to arrest those the cop and the son, the ex-cop and the son, but they got a call from the DA who blocked them because the DA was friends with him and he used to work under the DA. I forgot her name. Wow. She's always squinting in her pictures. Mm-hmm. So she, she did block him block the arrest based on her relationship with him. So she should be held accountable, accountable. as well. All she did right. was recuse herself from the case. Right. She never got charged with tampering with a case, which I feel like that's criminal. And then another thing is he had a prior relationship with, with the victim. Um, Gregory McMichael had been investigating um, Ahmad Arbery when Ahmad was um, in high school. Cause I guess he, might have brought a weapon or something, something like that. So he was investigating him, and he already had in his mind that this young man was a criminal. Was a criminal. So I feel like that affected his choice in killing him. Secondly, or thirdly, a friend of mine watched the video. I'll, no, I use the term friend loosely. A, a person on Facebook watched the video, and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, he only got shot after he charged or bum-rushed the guy with a gun. And I'm like... It's fight or flight. Not everybody mm-hmm. runs exactly. away. Because you can say the stand your ground law applies to a mod as well. If someone is holding a gun towards you, you have don't you have the right to defend yourself as well? Why exactly. should you get shot for defending right. yourself? He only got shot because the gun was pointed at him. Well, why are you pointing a gun at me? Right. You know what the gun should have people? never been pointed at him exactly. in the first place. And honestly, it's your instinct, like that whole fight or flight. It's not something that you have control of. It's mm-hmm. just your first instinct that happens. Either you run away or you try to confront whatever is trying to hurt you. It's instinct. So his instinct was probably that. to try to bum rush them. Yeah, to, to fight for his life, just like Trayvon Martin, because the same law could have been applied to Trayvon when they were like, oh, well, he should have ran away or backed off. Not everybody runs away when you have a weapon pointed at you. Some people will fight exactly. because they are defending their lives. Like, a lot of women will run. They say it's like a, it could be a gender role, not all the time, but not all people run. And I re- it really bothers me that they're saying the only reason why he was shot was because he bum-rushed the guy. The guy already had the weapon pointing at him. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then we don't know what was going on prior to the video with their friend, their accomplished show. You know what I'm saying? There could have been a whole other altercation. There could have been some taunting. There could have been some, you know, some type of, you know, that went on, some type of interaction that went on before the, the shooting. So we right. don't know what this man, we don't know what happened before they killed this man. But what I do know is that these guys are, are getting a lot of support. And they're getting love, and they're getting like GoFundMe's and shit like that. They even had a Facebook page of what supported them. But guess what mm-hmm. though? There's so many people that infiltrated this Facebook page, right? And I, I jumped in to say we jumped in the Facebook page last night, right? And I'm and, I, and I'm scrolling through this page, thinking like, okay, it's just gonna be a hate page. It's they're gonna be racist in there. Just prepare for the racist, prepare for everything that's going on and stuff like that. And 
and prepare for everything that's going on. So, so what's going to happen is it's like there were people in there that were actually not racist. There were people in there that was like really showing a lot of love. And there was people of all different cultures that was showing a lot of love where the racist people got mad. Let's start another page. We need to start another page. Just being infiltrated. <laughs> yeah, it's being infiltrated. Yeah, we infiltrating this page. You feel me? But it showed me that, you know what? Situations like this, it can definitely add fuel to the add fuel to the fire fire and uh, create race wars and create tension. Like I, I noticed like just being out and about when there's something on the news or in the media that that's creating tension between white and black people, everybody's in their defense mode. I don't know if y'all noticed that, like, especially people that like might carry themselves like uh, the two, like the Michaels and stuff like that. Like, you know, with that same type of vibe, it, you know, everybody's in defense mode, even if they're not racist, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So the media is a big fuel and it starts stuff. It starts stuff. It starts a lot of stuff. So, but just to, just to see that group and jump in that group and and see that there's a lot of people that you know that's not really with that shit, whether they white or they black. You know, that kind of made the situation like okay, we we're getting somewhere. But the media fuels a lot of shit, and there are there is a lot of hate out there. There's a lot of hate out there, but we gotta but we gotta we gotta keep moving forward though. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta talk about the situation at hand as they happen and try to keep them from happening. I like but one thing we that. have to do. One thing we have to do that nobody mentioned: our police officers need to be better. Our police force needs to be better. It should not have taken three months to arrest these guys. It just shouldn't have. And the only reason they arrested them was because the video went viral. Like everyone was talking about it. Uh, celebrities, po- politicians, everybody. Everybody was calling for their arrest, and then the cops were like, fine, we'll arrest them. It shouldn't have done that. Cops need to start protecting everybody. They need to start doing their jobs and arresting criminals. Was the video out? I was going to say, though, it's more the DA, because the cops did want to—they really did want to arrest them. I think it's more of a higher level. I think it's the, the people above the cops that give the order to arrest or to not arrest. And that's where it fell through. And it fell through at the court level because even after they made um, inquiries about it, they just never pushed it forward. They never pushed the case forward. So basically the only reason why these guys got rearrested or arrested was because of the court of public opinion. And that is a very powerful thing. Was the video out prior to when it first happened? No. It, it, all of a sudden well, it came out and then that's when they arrested him or was the video out? And you know, they, the idiot, the idiot that made the video he posted it on his hate groups and that's how it got out because he's a well, moron the person that leaked the video was actually the attorney of gregory mcmichael so he he leaked the video because he wanted it to be transparent because he thought that it would be a better defense for the mcmichaels but it backfired so their attorney i mean their attorney did the world a service by leaking it um yeah yeah But I wanted to go back to the Facebook group. Um, In the Facebook group, I was in there, and there was a lot of racial division at first. So what happened was some people were posting, like, a lot of, like, um, black love, which was great. And then they were saying, like, how black don't crack. And they were saying, like, let's post pictures of black people to try to promote black love. 
then some people are saying, let's, they're like, hey, white people, post pictures of yourselves. And they were trying to bring down white people saying that they were ugly at a certain age and stuff. But then I started to see what Bax was saying, like white and black people started defending each other. And they were just like, it's not about hating one race or the other. It's about justice. And so the group kind of changed. And I'm actually, I'm really proud of the world, the way that they responded. Like Tom Brady wrote a letter um, calling for action. Um, a lot of famous people yeah. started writing letters demanding it. And even yeah. like Biden, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know his heart, but he, even he was like, this is crazy. This is not just. So I don't, I don't feel like there's yeah. as much division as we thought there would be. I feel like everyone is on the same page except for like fringe racist people. Yeah, the racist people in the media, but in the group originally was a group called Christians Against Google. My, it's my, so my stupid. Girlfriend, Absolutely. My, my girlfriend told me that. And, you know, they changed it from Christians Against Google to the support for the McMichaels. And, yeah. you know, like, so it's it, it's a lot of people in that group, you know, but it, it's just crazy, man. But it, the, we can't let the media create a division. We just got to deal with the problems. And like Donald, you said, we got to deal with the problems within our own community, man. Like, this should really show us that there are a lot of people out here that's, you know, that's preparing to, to gun down minorities or, you know what I mean? And it, but there's show that definitely says that minorities, we got, we got to stop doing this to each other too, because we fight in a war from both sides. We fight in a war from, you know, our, our people, our own people. Then we fight in a war from, you know, Everyone people like the, like the McMichaels, like, like we, like something got to give. And I'll tell you, at the end of the day, this starts at the top. Yeah. This starts with Trump. I, 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 don't, I never use the word President Trump. I just don't. This starts with Trump. And his, um, the way he espouses his bigotry, the way he makes it so um, unabashedly open to carry out these types of attacks. Um, when you think about the, 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 the people that were armed, with swastikas and Aryan white supremacist groups going into the capital in Michigan, and he called them great people who were just upset. Now, that, that's a form of domestic terrorism. You should not be allowed to go into the capital of any state armed and making threats against the, the, the governor. You just shouldn't. Because guarantee you, had that been another, had that been a, a minority group that done that, they'd have all been arrested. Right. Uh, they they would have. Fitting at the cops, hitting the cops, and all of those things. But this, this starts at the top. The the the, the allowance of the, the 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 actual visceral reaction to racism and bigotry to just expose itself and be open and available and allow you to do these things knowing that you're supported and you're probably not gonna get anything wrong done done to you. Um you can go all the way yeah, back. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't see that though. You know what I mean? I didn't see that with, with, with necessarily like for me, I don't really so yeah, I talk about Trump a lot, right? So I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really hate him because I feel like we can get either way. Like so Bill Clinton, right? He was a he was a Democrat president, right? He signed a crime bill that put more black men in jail than anybody, but Nobody really pays attention to that. I don't necessarily hate the, I don't necessarily hate to do Trump. I'm gonna be honest with you. Joe Biden did it too. Like back in the 70s, he signed some he he signed something. 
He signed something too. So I don't necessarily, I feel like. Okay, but what did like, he sign? What what exactly did he sign? Did he sign uh, to put more black people in prison law or did he sign a three strikes law? That's the question a, you have to ask yourself. It, it was a crime a, bill. So, so, so. so, so, what, so what did so, the crime bill say? Three strikes or put black people in prison? Because three strikes so applies to anybody. See, that's the that's the, that's where when you talk about the media, that's where you talk, that's where we say the media kind of messed things up. Because he didn't sign a bill say put more minorities in prison. He signed a three strikes law bill, meaning that if you have three strikes, you go to prison for life. Now, yeah. does what does does that mean that 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 applies to blacks? No, that means that anybody that does that that commits three strikes. Is it Bill Clinton's fault that most of the people that have three strikes are black? That's not Clinton's fault. You got to remember. So what, I guess what is the law saying? I like that you brought that up because I I think that 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 brings up a whole other issue about correlation about you know correlation to race and crime and poverty. So it still shows that there could be like an unequal balance to things, but it's not necessarily a, it's not, the law is arbitrary. It's not saying like, we're going to put black people in prison, but the law affects another race more than the other race. Mm -hmm. So. I feel like everybody's puppets, man. Like I I feel like at some (laughs) point in time, they're both puppets, man. So at the end of the day, it's like, we are responsible for our own decisions. Yeah. No, I do. I definitely agree with that. I know we've been put in some tough situations and been put in some crazy places and been put up under some different experiments. But at some point in time, uh, we got to be strong as we claim claim we are. You know, we you know, what I mean, if we about that life or we strong or we or we winners or we or, or we like that. You know what I'm saying? Then we have to really be like that. So that means that the competition, whether it's racial competition, whether it's physical competition, whether it's. Financial, uh, economic, intellectual competition. We got to figure out a way to join the competition or beat the competition, because that's is really what it is. This is really a world of competition. Races are in competition in, in a lot of different ways. So I don't want to be a victim where I'm where I'm saying, yo, oh, they they doing this to me and they doing that, because I feel like that feels weak to me. Even if that's the case, I got to figure out a way to beat this shit on my own or with my group. You know what I'm saying? And, st- yeah. and still love and still love people at the same time. See, see me, I'm about love. You feel me? If you know me, my energy is about love. Like I'm the type of person where I could sit down on a plane with somebody. Every time I sit next to somebody on a plane, I build with them. I have a lady uh, in the family. I was in a plane. There was a Caucasian family, right? This was like right before I got shot, bro. We had such a great conversation, a great experience. We, 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 we shared Facebook. When I got shot, I had a GoFundMe. This Caucasian family gave me the most money out of everybody in my GoFundMe just because of our one ex- one time experience, man. You know what I'm saying? I think about a lot of people back in the days, like the rappers P Diddy and Snoop Dogg and all this. They was they all got pictures with this dude Trump. So I just feel like something is not right. I think it's about who you're associated to. Cause I got people that I'm associated that I'm associated with that I know that I grew up they cold cold blooded killers and shooters. But I, I'm not no cold-blooded killer and shooter. You feel me? I just, I just feel like sometimes the people that you might be associated to, might, you might get looked at as being that person sometimes. So well, I, I, I just, I want to say though, saying? what Donald was saying about um, Trump's rhetoric, 
he he does say very ignorant things, which do incite a lot of already people who are already racist to uh-huh. be emboldened. So, yeah. but unpopular opinion, maybe. I like it. I like that Donald Trump speaks the way he speaks, and I like the fact that these people are emboldened to be racist because I'd rather see them for who they are than for them to be censored. Because I I feel like we That's can never good- deal with... We can't ever deal with a problem if everyone is just being covert racist. We can never have a conversation. We can never fix the problem. Everyone's just going to keep pretending to like each other when they really don't. So I'd rather see it all come to a culmination and people be exactly who they are so that we really can get past this. And it needs to happen because we've been covering it up for way too long. I want I want the racist to come out. I like it. That's right. But see, the, the only problem with that is that is going to come out in places and in ways that we aren't expecting. Like, or yeah. not, I won't say we aren't expecting, but like we're not prepared for, like you'll be surprised at, oh my goodness, I never thought, but then that's why you never thought, because everybody was holding it under the surface. But once it became, once it became acceptable and allowable, people start showing you their true colors, and you're like, whoa, because Batch just said it. Um, there are lots of people who were taking pictures with Trump back in the day when before he ran for president and he was just a multimillionaire real estate mogul in New York and he was allowing people to stay in his hotel like R. Kelly lives in one of his hotels in Chicago. You know, he has a permanent residence there. So, yeah, everybody, oh yeah, Trump is the man, blah, blah, blah. But when he ran for president and he started spousing that rhetoric and, and, and here's a trick that we might not be thinking about. Trump might be using that rhetoric just to target that audience. He may or may not actually be that person, but he used that tool to get where he wanted to get, which was to be the president. But then he continues to, to use that to build up fervor and to build up, you know, um, hatred and anger towards the outside world. And then he'll do token things here and there, like um, he'll speak up for a rapper to get him bought home, you know. So it's a lot, it's a lot that goes into it. It's more than just because basically it boils down to the person. You have to know the person. Um, it doesn't matter their race, because there are a lot of very hateful and bigoted black people. I know them. You know, just plain, plain and simple, I know them. But you have to get to the person. And, and like Laura said, because it's so open and out there, now you know exactly who your enemy is. You know, your enemy can no longer hide. Because now you can look at them and tell, that's my enemy. They're out with their hoods off now. They're out there with their hoods on. Just like the guy walked in with his Ku Klux Klan hood in the Walmart. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should have gotten his thing. ass beat. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Right. So now I don't, I don't, have, any, I don't have any issues with knowing, oh, um, is he a racist or not? I got it. That guy hates, that guy hates minorities. That, that, you know. I just think it's laughable. But I do want to say, though, I... I like that this stuff is happening because, Bax, you were saying you're full of love and you were saying how, you know, I don't know if it surprised you or not, but you met this lady, she was white and she was very supportive of you. And on the other hand, there's other people that are racist. I feel like, um, I feel like with this all happening, I feel like people can start another movement like they did back in the day with Martin Luther King because he was very loving. He didn't turn a blind eye to what was happening and he joined the racist together. He was loving, but he was also extremely aggressive in his approach. And I feel like we're getting to that time again where another great movement's going to happen. 
I don't think we should stop it. I think we should let people be uncensored so that we can move forward. And then to be honest with you, like those 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 people are really becoming the minorities. Like those racist people, those people that don't that got so much hate in their blood, they just you know they just becoming the minorities, man. So I just they're kind of like funny to me. Like I just laugh. Like you don't affect me. I still live good. I still drive my Lexus. I still was a TL at my job. Like I'm still the man to me. Like so. Right. You're, but but then but then when you look at them, they're not the they're not like they're not they're not like I, they don't affect me. Like all it is is. There are just emotional people, like so. I, 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 I kind of like look at them, kind of like and like laugh, like I'm like laughing at them, like ha ha, you're racist. You uh, sucks for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're racist. So what? You feel me? I'm gonna keep moving on. I'm gonna keep moving on. I can't let you get in my emotions because you don't like me. I don't like you neither. And I, and I, you know what I'm saying? So who cares? I'm moving forward. The I, I like your approach, but we still have to look at it from what Elisa said about racist people being part of the police force because they can yes they can impress you they the da's office all those people in power the supreme court justice people have a way of creating laws that work for them based on their biases so that's why we still have to fight it it's not just your personal um opinion or how you view life it's it's the collective whole. People, they people. did infiltrate. They really did infiltrate. But guess what? You know what? I think, and I and I've been saying this for years. We gotta infiltrate. But guess what? We were taught that it's not a. We don't fuck with the police. We don't want to be the cops. We don't want to be the people like that. So my thing is like they were smart. Like it's people from the Ku Klux Klan that actually innovate that infiltrated law enforcement, infiltrated mm-hmm. the government by a plan that was formed and designed by them. You feel me? So there needs to be a plan that was formed and designed by us where we get our education, we move forward, and we make it okay for these kids to feel like they want to be sheriffs and officers. That way they can counteract the bullshit. But I agree. In our, in our, in exactly. Our culture, oh, fuck the police. Just no, we have to we have to infiltrate just as they did. This is chestnut checkers. I don't. I don't care who we playing it with. We playing it with. We playing it with the racists. Let's okay. Let's go. We just as smart. We just as crafty. We just as witty. We are not fucking victims. And if we keep I our like fucking that. mindset, if we like, keep I agree. mindset as victims, we gonna stay victims. You know what I'm saying? We have to infiltrate. Like that's why there was a kid that worked with us. I respect him so much because he's only 19 years old. He and he is going to be a, a Hillsborough County Sheriff. And I respect him for that because he's an African-American male and he's young. Most people his age will laugh at this man, call him a rat, call him this and call him all of that just because he wants to be a cop. But I understand that where he's going, he's needed. You feel me? He's needed. He's needed. Yes, like, if, if, what can we do if these, if all these dudes taking over these jobs and they doing this and they they're infiltrating the system and they're doing this? We can't do nothing but do the same thing that they did. Is get in there and try to level the playing field. He's gonna be protect a protector because he's gonna know he, how the African American community views cops and he's going to be able to see who's a criminal and who's not. He's going to be able to protect the people that other people can't protect. I think I think that's a great way to fight back because it's not like, let's create gangs and let's go after the cops. You know, it's like, let's be cops. Let's be the good guys. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. We need more we of those. Play. 
We can't be victims. We got to get up off our ass, get up off our sorrows and all that other shit that we've been through. Cause I know it's been a lot, but we have to stand up and do something and we have to get intellectual. We have to get smart. We have to carry ourselves differently. We have to carry ourselves and we have to stand tall because we are fighting against a lot, but we have to do it and move oh, forward. Or are we not, or are we not going to move forward? Are we going to be sitting here waiting for them to fix it? They don't have our best interests at hand. They don't. We have to have our own best interests at hand. You're absolutely right. They don't have your best interests. Some people do, exactly. but not everyone. Well, that's the biggest problem. We're sitting around waiting for something that we think is owed to us. We're sitting around waiting for somebody to fix the problem. We have to fix our own problems. We have to change our right. own mindset. We have to decide for ourselves on uh, what, what we want to do. We can't be waiting for somebody to tell us what we need. We already know what we need. We already know what we want. Okay, so who's going to join the police academy and who's going to become a lawyer? Uh, I, I'm too old to be the cop, but I can be a lawyer. I can't be a cop. I got shot before in my, my right my right hip. Oh, yeah. fractured, so I can't run from uh, nobody. It's definitely <laughs> going to be interesting how everything pans out. Definitely I think okay. we're doing our part with this podcast, though. Well, yeah, that podcast is a great spot. And I do want to mention the, another big case that happened, the Alexis Martin case. She was commuted. She's out of jail. And that's something we have to talk about as well. Do you guys know about Alexis Martin? Yeah, I read a little bit about her. It's a, it's a tragedy what happened to her. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Alexis Martin, she was a survivor. I'm not going to say victim. A survivor of sex trafficking. And she, in order to escape that life, she conspired with uh, someone else to commit a robbery. And that robbery went wrong, and her captor ended up getting shot and killed. And so she was put in jail. And because of COVID and all the inmates having a higher risk at getting COVID, they want to, of course, get them out of jail. And seven people in Ohio, they were commuted. Their sentence was commuted so that they can get out of jail and free up the jails and, you know, lower the risk of COVID. And she was one of those. And I just think it's it was way overdue. It's like the Centoya Brown case. I don't know if you guys remember her. She yep. stayed in jail for 15 years, I believe. Yeah. And for the same thing, she was a victim or a survivor, I will say. A survivor, and she shot her captor, and she was put into jail. And Alexis Martin, she got out, and I'm really happy about that. We are talking about our law enforcement, how they're slacking. But in this case, it actually actually helped someone. Well, the law enforcement did slack, though. It, the only reason why oh, she did. got out was because of COVID-19. Yeah. And actually, I will say, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians. I've said that before. But I will say I do love when celebrities use their influence and their resources for good. And Kim Kardashian actually did use her resources. I don't know if you guys know, but she's actually studying law. Kim Kardashian is. And she helped. Yeah, that's what I heard. She helped Alexis Martin. She used her resources to make a documentary about her case. And she's really been campaigning for her release. So she's done a lot of great things with that. So I will give her that shout out because I love when celebrities 
use their resources for good. I just think it's crazy that she had to be in jail for wanting to escape her bad situation that she was in. Like, it was sex trafficking. That's a huge topic, and we should never have put her in jail, but I'm glad she's out. See, the debate is, though, that they don't think it's considered sex trafficking since she became a prostitute on her own. But what they don't understand is grooming. What they don't understand is... So basically, her mom lost custody of her and her siblings, and her mom was a drug addict, and her mom got arrested for drug trafficking. So at 15 years old, Alexis had to take care of herself and her siblings, so she had to prostitute because she didn't have Yeah, she did the best she knew how. Right. So they're saying because she did prostituting herself that she was not a sex slave victim. But she is because that was the life she had. She was in. And being that young, you're vulnerable to other people. So, And the- it's rape. Either, no matter which way you look at it, she was 15. She's a minor. She was a, a minor. It's rape. Wow. And there's so no she killed it. So she basically killed, killed a pimp. She didn't kill him. She, didn't she kill him. conspired with someone else to come in and rob him so that while the robbery was happening, she could escape. But they were fighting the captor and the guy that was doing the robbery. They were fighting, and he got shot in the process and killed. So that's she, what happened. She would have gotten free. There is a law that would have protected her. There is a safe harbor law. Right, but because she was so young and she could not afford a lawyer, they dropped the ball on her on purpose and put of her in course. jail. So it was a very, um, it was negligence on their part. They just didn't care about her. Right. And it's crazy how it's so ironic that COVID-19, that is a really serious virus and it's affecting so many people, it's crazy that this serious virus was the thing to help her get out of jail. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's crazy. We're definitely glad she's out, man. We're definitely glad she's out. This was an awesome show today, man. Yeah, yeah I totally no, agree. There was a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we still there's still so many so many other topics that we had that we didn't even get to. So oh, we I know have a lot to talk about next. Right. <laughs> Wait, I just want to say like one more thing voice. before we close out. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Did you guys know what Elon Musk's son's name is, and can you pronounce it? No, it looks like a bunch of castles. <laughs> okay, this is what it is. Yeah, how do you say it? God, I wrote it down. It's like, oh, it's X A E lowercase A twelve. Can you guys pronounce that? Sounds like a username. Not at all. Okay, I'll pronounce it for you. It's X Ash A twelve. But listen, this is a really funny thing. So some some customer um, tried to purchase something um, from. Tesla or whatever, and he put in his son's name, and it, uh, the the website came back invalid name. So Elon Musk needs to like fix that because his son has an invalid name. It's clear. <laughs> wow. Invalid name. His name's not even legal. Like in California, he can't have it on his birth certificate Why because does it's not seen no as a name. He gave his son a Star Wars robot. <laughs> it's, it just reminds me of Star yeah, Wars, or like a robot name. It does. Like AI. Oh. That poor guy. That poor boy. <laughs> oh, what a great show today. Unbelievable. We had a lot of topics, and we, have, we didn't even break the iceberg on all the topics that we have. But, hey, there's always another show, and keep our listeners keep on listening to us. So I want to thank everybody. I say our listeners, send in your topics. 
Yes. If you have any topics you want us to cover, let us know. And our email address is thebladecrew2020 at gmail.com. Or you can put it on our Facebook page. Uh, it's uh, Tea Time with the Blade Crew. That's our like, uh, like page. So please uh, go, don't forget to like us. And also don't forget to, to uh, subscribe to us. So we're on Apple. And we're all, right now we're on Podbean. And we're still working on other platforms. So those are the two platforms we're on right now. Also YouTube. Again, at YouTube, we are at the Tea Time with the Blade Crew. And we'll publish the store, uh, our uh, show onto that particular page. And other than that, um, does anybody have any final words before we shut down? Just join our Nothing, tea time man. squad. We are lit. Great show today, everyone. Uh, be blessed. Take care. We'll see you guys again next week. Yes, yes. next week. And now just to correct everything, B is in Bax, L's in Laura, A's in AJ, D's in Donald, <laughs> and E for Elisa. So I finally made my uh, yay, yay, error yay, risk. Nobody yeah, else. I didn't, I didn't ask anybody out. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great week, and we'll uh, see you next week on our uh, show. Have a good week, guys. All right. Yeah. Play.